are now tuning in to Sigma DuoCast. This is Sigma DuoCast, hosted by Rick and Nate, where we BS about geek life, nerd lore, sports. Oh, and I cap on Rick the entire time. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Shut up, bitch. You might need a zanny, girl. This might hurt. Wait, what? It didn't say girl, though. So you might need a zanny, though, because this might hurt. That's still gross. My boy Idris Elba, baby. Oh, oh Idris said, oh, notification. Yeah. Welcome, everyone. Say what's up, everybody. Look us here in the in the, oh, in the shizzles. Yeah, we back up in your ass like some hemorrhoids. Ugh. Uh, you know what it unfortunate. is Rick and Nate uh, We go back like four flats on a Cadillac What you know about that? Ain't shit <laughs> What? I love the energy man Shit oh, I gotta bring the energy bro I Gotta bring the energy Gotta let it all out I'm Trying man. to align my she Let let loose uh, And you don't want me to let loose bro Cause you'll, I hope you <laughs> hope you got a shampooer I do Okay then I'll let loose this ain't nothing heavy, this is light, light. This ain't nothing heavy, this is light, what? Bro, I wanna party with you in the dark, yeah. like it's light, what? You might need a zany, but it's my hut. I feel like it'd be like the night before part two. Oh, dude, that'd be fantastic. Which is with Idris. With like Idris. Doing shit in fucking London. In Lo- Dude. Fucking become rock and rollers. Rock, you be a rock and roller. Bro, yeah, I want to go to London. Let's go to London. Let's go to London, bro, and become gangsters. I told my wife yesterday, she told me, my wife is, like, all into, like, lounge fly bags now, right? What? Yeah, like, hardcore, like, collecting. Like, in the past, I'm not going to say how much she's she's bought, but, you know, like. Have you guys, uh, shout out, have you been to Fantastic Collectibles lately? No. They have a lounge, he has a lounge fly section. Oh, for real? Yeah, like, the wallets, the purses, the backpacks, everything. I'm going to have to go check it out. Um, but, uh, the, uh, what is it? The wizarding world of Harry Potter opened in New York or whatever it was the Harry Potter store. Oh yeah. Yeah. I said, yeah, that's right. Cause I told you, uh, I saw the pictures and I said, we got to go to New York. Yeah. So she's like, let's go to New York. We got to plan a trip to New York. I was like, find it. I, I was being dead serious. I was like, hold up. Find time a out. flight. Time out. I fucking told y'all already this like months ago. Okay. Find a flight. Let's make this shit happen. I, I, let's go to New York. You think I'm I, joking? Me and Selena, you and Jerry, let's make this shit work. Why not me and Selena, you and Jerry? Hey, you know, <laughs> why not? <laughs> I don't know. What me, myself, mean. and Irene, let's yeah, go. Shooting cows in the head. <laughs> yeah, hey, you know what? That sounds like a plan. Let's hella do it. It was do uh, fly? like a fort, huh? I, I, not, I, at least I know I can, I'm not scared of flying now. Oh, yeah, because you finally went on an airplane a couple years ago. It was a couple years ago. Huh? Yeah. 
Let's make that shit work, dude. I'm hella down. Um, welcome. Episode 42. 42, dog. Dang. Episode Jackie Robinson. Mm-hmm. Mark 42 Iron Man suit. Ooh. One where the pieces come on their own. Hit the hydros. Mm. Yeah, man. That sounds like a... That sounds like a Sounds like a plan. I'm hella... I'm hella down to go, bro. I've never been to New York. Me neither. I want to see some dudes walking around in some Junko Funkin' shorts with some Tims. <laughs> do-rags and hats. Like I'd want to go, like, obviously, you know, hit up the Harry Potter store, hit up the Nintendo store, um, and then obviously do a tour to uh, Statue of Liberty, um, Empire State, and then um, Ground Zero, 9-11, you know? Yeah, do the memorial. The memorial, all mm-hmm. that, dude. I think it'd be tight. That'd be hella dope. It'd be tight. Maybe like a, I don't know. That sounds like you can probably do that in a three days. Yeah, yeah. I would say just need five days off, one to fly out, spend three days there, and then the fifth day to fly back out. So week vacation. Yeah. Can definitely make it work. 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 Light work. <clears throat> I like that song, by the way. That I had in the intro today. Is it called light work? Yeah. I figured. Yeah, it's funny because it's like I think he wrote it when uh, Idris Elba. I think he wrote that song like closer when the movie Hobbs and uh, Shaw came out. Because when you look uh, listen to the actual verse, he's like referencing a lot of that of the Hobbs and Shaw, his character being the villain and all that stuff. And then he has another uh, gentleman that's in the song, but um, you know, he just he has uh, he sings his own thing. Is it Percy Harvin? I don't what no. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you know what? Real quick, since you brought up fucking an NFL wide receiver, right? Yeah. Have you looked into what's going on with uh, Julio Julio? Jones? Yeah. So what's happening? I haven't looked into it. I just saw like, you know, ESPN send me alert like, oh, there's a trade to Tennessee or something. Yeah, he got traded to Tennessee. Oh, so it did happen. It did happen, yeah. He's he's going to 10. Holy shit. Are you in 10 yet? Are you in 10 yet? Hold on. Wait. Are you in 10 yet? Yeah, he's going to Tennessee. No way. Yeah. I bet you Matt Ryan's hella pissed. Bro, Matt Ryan sucks. Yeah, he's dude. a scrub. But I'm just saying, still, that's like I'd his rather have weapon. Tannehill than Ryan. Tannehill's still the QB for yeah. Tennessee. Damn. They're really, dude. What's his name? Vander. What's his, what's the coach's name? I was going to say Vanderbeek. <laughs> James Vanderbeek. Vanderbilt. Something V. <laughs> Hold on. I got to look. Mike Rabel? There you go. Uh, <laughs> Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt. fucking construction equipment. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Oh, uh, he really wants a fucking championship, bro. They've been like multiple Every, times since he took over. Get knocked out divisional or mm-hmm. championship. Yeah, that's good though. Like, because now you got a triple threat with AJ Brown, Julio, and then you know Derrick Henry. So you really don't know which route they're going to take. Yeah. So. What uh have you? I haven't really kept up with any of this. I don't know if you have, but uh, have you kept anything with Aaron Rodgers? What's going on with this fool? Uh, I think he was crying yesterday or some shit. <laughs> I, I heard uh like uh the front office or the organization of the Green Bay Packers. They're like they don't give a shit. They're just like you're here, you're gonna play, and you're gonna play. Hey, if that's how they want to do it, that's how they want to do it. It's up to Rodgers if he's gonna play or not. Yeah, see, Rain Rogers not expected to join Green Bay Packers at mandatory minicamp. Yeah, he's probably going to take those fines. and You know what he's going to do? He's going to pull a, a Ezekiel Elliott and just be fucking partying in Cabo. Green Bay could opt to fine him 93000 for his absence 
or it could make it an excused absence and waive the fine, but Rogers is not expected there. Hmm. I don't know, oh. man. What do you think? Like, what do you think? I haven't really paid attention to the whole situation, to be honest. So it's like, uh, I, I just don't know. Is he just like super disgruntled, done with the... Yeah. That's it, huh? He's, he's like a Tom Brady now. He's just like done with the organization. Really? Yeah. You know, you know, if he leaves, that dude's winning Super Bowl neck that like following season. Where though? Honestly, as long as he goes to a contender, a decent contender, doesn't even have to be like grade A, like next on the shelf type of contender. Just someone who's like a team that's like you know it's fairly decent. For example, um, I'll say my team, Denver. Like you put them on Denver. Because my team isn't the best right now. They're they're fairly decent. They got some good weapons here and there, but they still got a lot of operation, you know, to work on. But you put them there, easy Super Bowl. You put them with like San Francisco, I think, yeah, Super Bowl. Even fucking Oakland. You put them in Oakland, Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? That'd be weird to see them in uh, silver and black. I would. That would be weird. But he's, I don't. He's like. I don't know, man. He's at that age where it's just like, do you really want to take a chance? He has he has four years, at least at least four years in him left to to give you like grade A. Isn't fo- he like forty years old, thirty nine or some shit? Uh, he's thirty seven, dude. Thirty eight, thirty nine, forty, forty one. So forty. That's like fifty six in football years. <laughs> nah, man. He's he still has it. He still has I don't it. Know, dude. dude, he's the only reason why Green Bay is fucking relevant these last few seasons. Let's be real. I don't pay attention too much to Green Bay, so I might be speaking out of out of out of out of line, out of your ass, out of my ass. But as far as what I've seen here and there, he's the only fucking reason Green Bay is always in the mix. I, I honestly couldn't tell you another. Uh, well, Devontae, but yeah, and the only reason Devontae Adams is as great as he is is because of Rodgers. That's what I'm saying. Like I. I couldn't name it. You put another QB in there, you're going to be running through the shit that my team's running through where we don't have an identity on offense. You know? True. Because that 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 organization, I don't think, at the, I mean, we don't know because Rodgers has been running the show, but I don't think they're an organization that can really develop and sustain a QB. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, that they have a lot of rebuilding to do, too. Yeah. The running game was horrendous. Yeah. So, which is weird because a few years ago it was like, damn, they were on point, like running over everyone. They were way before. Uh, which that's why it was weird to me when, um, what was the previous coach's name? Um, Mike McCarthy. Yeah, it was a trip when he like essentially got ran out because they were fairly consistent. Had a good, uh, great running game. Yeah, Rogers was playing well. I mean, they were in the playoffs. Every uh, almost every year, just you know, couldn't uh, you know win it when it really mattered. Mm-hmm. But they came close. You know, I mean, fuck. What was it? The one where was it? Was it against Green Bay when Minnesota had that miracle fucking touchdown? No, that was against the Saints. Oh, this. Oh, that's right. It was the Saints. It was the Saints. But still, you know what I'm saying. So it's like, and then they it, they had. A, I, I want to say they, if I remember correctly, they had a great season, and then like the next season, I think it was semi like a downturn, and then after that, I was like, no. Like you fucked up. That was that was the the that one bad season, and they killed it. So that way he can uh, get rid of that coach. 
and then they brought in the new coach and they haven't really been doing anything. Then the only time they've been well is when Rodgers plays well. Other than that, though, Green Bay's, you know, <laughs> rotten cheese heads. Who do you, um, I haven't really, again, I haven't been paying attention to football or anything like that, but who, uh, who's the favorites this year? I know we're not there yet, but just the uh, top of your head. Uh, this year? Yeah. You think, uh, you think Green Bay can, or Tampa can repeat? Yeah, dude, the, all 22 of their starters are still on the team. And then they get some pretty decent weapons. They got, uh, yeah. Do you think we'll have a repeat of, um, Kansas City? Kansas City and, uh, Tampa at the Super Bowl? No. I don't see Kansas City doing it again. So if I'm reading this right, Super Bowl 2022 Super Bowl odds to win. Uh, plus five twenty-five. I don't really know what these numbers signify. I'm just saying five hundred twenty-one in five hundred twenty-five chance. That doesn't make sense, but <laughs> you're just making shit up. No, I'm reading the. I'm reading the uh, thing. four quarters in the machine. Anyways, favored is the Chiefs. Um, five twenty-five, whatever that number signifies. After them, six fifty Buccaneers, and then after that, thirteen hundred the Bills. And then after that, at 1,400, three teams, Ravens, Rams, 49ers. And then at 1,600, Packers, 1,800, Browns, 2,000, Broncos. At 2,500, Colts, Saints, Seahawks. At 2,800, Dolphins, Cowboys. At 3,000, Titans and Patriots. 3,500 Steelers, Chargers, 4,000 Cardinals, Vikings, 5,000 Falcons and Bears, Washington football team. And then after that, it's Panthers, Raiders, Giants, Eagles, Bengals, Jaguars, Jets, Lions, and Texans have a 20,000. Bro, the Texans aren't going nowhere, dude. Yeah, they're trash, man. Falcons' big mistake isn't trading Julio Jones. It's not. It's not also dealing Matt Ryan and others for a full rebuild. Yeah, I don't. I don't. That's weird to me. Falcons. I feel bad for Falcon fans. I don't. Well, I mean, it sucks. I I know when your team sucks, it sucks. Oh, dude, you don't gotta tell me. I know. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're a Cowboy fan. Anyways, so speaking of sports, another sporting event happened, and I'm reluctant to talk quote, about unquote, it. Quote-unquote sporting event? Quote-unquote sporting event. Yeah, this... Ugh. So just yesterday, I didn't even know this was happening. I totally forgot all about it. Um, to be honest, I thought it was just bullshit, but apparently it went through, and there was a boxing match. Uh, Floyd Mayweather fought against YouTube celebrity and piece of shit, Logan <laughs> Paul. <laughs> He's a piece of shit. Let's be real. I guess I anyone who likes Logan Paul, I'm telling you if you guys listen to us and you like Logan Paul, you can hate us or hate me for this. But if you like Logan Paul, dude, you're a piece of shit with, with that guy. That guy's a piece of shit. Like I have absolutely no fucking love for that family whatsoever. They have two first names. Yeah, there's just, the epitome, uh, the, the 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 best example of privilege, you know what I mean? 
bro, like I don't I just don't get it. Like I get it, but I don't get it. Like I don't know, like we were talking I was talking earlier with, with Rick and it was just like boxing ain't what it used to be. Boxing is all like it's like celebrity deathmatch, but real. And but people aren't dying. <laughs> That's a really good example. You just get a bunch of like celebrities together in the ring to raise money for celebrities. Like it would make sense if shit was like for charity or like to raise awareness for something, right? But no, it's just like this YouTube celebrity versus Floyd Mayweather. This whole this just you know what? This just is matchup. Everything about this whole thing, eight rounds, boxing, it's just garbage. Like it's the stupidest thing ever for the sport of boxing. It's just kind of like the only winners it's boxing. Listen, the only winners out of this whole thing is Logan Paul. Whether he won or lost. Because this is a fucking again piece of shit that got famous from YouTube, you know, in the early days when 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 social media was rising, he took advantage. Hey, kudos to that. Um, but then it comes to a point where if you have these things, you know, utilize it properly. That's why, you know, there was an age of celebrity that had the status quo. Growing up, from the moment we had TV and movies, from the earliest moments, you know, uh, I know Charlie Chaplin isn't like the earliest. I'm sure there's people before him, but in saloon, I don't know, dude. Fucking dawn of acting and, he said and entertainment saloons, saloons and shit. <laughs> you know, yeah, man, because you have celebrities in there, you know, playing piano and girls dancing. Anyways, um, <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, there was a mutual like expectation when it comes to uh, people who have certain a uh, certain level of fame. You know, they have a responsibility. They can be themselves, but at the same time, they micromanage things that they do and shit that they say and stuff like that. And it's fine. You know, there's people who are a little more real than real who try to keep their shit private and do what they do. And that's fine. And then you have other people that really just play the media to play the fans. And then you got other people that are just 100% Disney controlled, so to speak. You know what I mean? That they keep that shit G at all times. But you got to be smart. I mean, look at the best examples today, like Dwayne Johnson, um, Robert Downey Jr., um, you know, quite a few other fucking people. Than, I mean, look, at newcomer, um, Shang-Chi, what's his name, uh, Simu, Simu Liu, you know, he's, I don't know if you follow him on Instagram, but that dude, like, he's keeping his shit real. He got into a little heat a couple of weeks ago about something, or a week ago about something, but, you know, cleaned it up apologize whatever the hell it was it didn't make big news waves because i don't know but anyways there's a certain level of people that take this and you two people they don't know that i think honestly if i had to i don't know too much but uh maybe the i'm not a fan of this guy i don't know he kind of annoys me too they all annoy me but the ninja guy oh the ninja is that streamer yeah the streamer you know he kind of plays the part I haven't really heard any controversy with him. I don't know. I can, I, I could be completely unaware of um, controversies he has, but um, as far as what I've seen, nothing really outside of like back when he signed with Microsoft streaming and left Twitch. I don't know some bullshit, but it was nothing crazy where like Logan Paul, you know, he did the whole thing in Japan in the suicide, suicide gardens or garden or yeah that area forest. his bro- forest his brother did some shit with like underage like all this bullshit 
You know, they don't know how to be to their fans. They think it's funny. They 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 have this like inflation of of ego in their head that you don't deserve or you didn't even earn that. But we live in a society where there's just a bunch of shitheads that follow dumb shit on YouTube and social media. I mean, I get on my kids half the time because they watch a lot of stupid crap on YouTube that really irritates me to the point where I've banned YouTube in my house a couple times because I don't want them watching stupid people or stupid videos. Yeah, there's a lot of the dumb. We've talked about it before, but there's just too much stupidity on YouTube. Oh, by far. And so, so we have, like, again, circling back, it's like we have this guy who's got famous off YouTube videos, trying to make funny videos that are fake. And it got to a point where he started boxing. He officially boxed another YouTuber guy, KS1 or KSI. KSI. And lost to him, so he's own one. And then from there, it got to a point where he was able to fight Floyd Mayweather. Bro, you know what? Like, like I said, I'll, the I'll only winner him, is him. I'll give him some kudos, but it's not really kudos because I feel like he took advantage of Mayweather because Mayweather's illiterate. <laughs> Stupid. Mayweather's just like, yeah. Well, yeah. I, listen, I don't, I don't like Mayweather. I don't think he's one of my. He's not one of my favorite boxers. That dude dodges or not dodges just really fucking sidesteps he dances like a i'm not even gonna get into floyd mayweather i don't i don't i think he's trash i mean he's earned his keep sure but anything he does is is money now you know uh, he's undefeated and stuff like that and i just feel like he really avoids he, he selects his boxing opponents to where he knows he can, or maybe there's some under the table dealing where he will win, but you know, the cash out's big. Cause this guy makes hell of money off his fights. It's ridiculous. Anyways, he's retired. He's in, I think when his forties or something, and he comes out to fight Logan Paul, like what, what, like, what does this have to do with anything? Absolutely nothing. You know, like I feel like this kind of like, just further solidifies like some of the my issues with Floyd Mayweather for him to even give this guy the opportunity not even to, to, to surpass a joke of an idea to make it real and actually go in the ring for even a minute this guy went eight rounds with the guy and he went in there for like a oh like I said, the only winner of this, and technically Floyd Mayweather won by you know the scoring system. Um, he got like I think all he won all eight rounds except for one. Logan Paul won one, um, so it was like ten times seven plus nine seventy nine. So that was his score, and then Logan Paul's was I think seventy three or whatever. I thought it was no contest, no decision. No, they had a scoring system. But, like, the overall decision was no contest. Oh, okay. I don't know. I just know there was a scoring system, and they showed the score, whether that was real or not. Either way, I mean, like I said, the whole thing was nobody won out of this whole thing. The sport didn't win. Boxing didn't win. Floyd Mayweather didn't win. And the only person was Logan Paul because this was a YouTuber that got a professional, a fairly good, you know, respected in, in by some people, a professional boxer in the ring. Yeah. Streaming services lost. So many people were illegally streaming that shit. But like, Anyone why? who spent money on this fight, dude, oh, you, yeah. they were the major loser. I'll tell you that much. You, you really bought this? Why? You have nothing else to do on a Saturday, Sunday? I don't know, man. I think it's a dangerous precedent to where we're going with this whole social media shit, man. 
You know, it's, it's, we live in an era where literally anybody can be famous where back then, you know, you had to go through the arts. You had to go through, I mean, shit, we were watching, um, uh, what movie were we watching? Uh, Greenland. I just wa- I finally got to yeah watch- that, dude, that that uh, I know what you're talking yeah the, exactly the African American guy that was in yeah. the back of the truck yeah. he's a YouTube star and yeah. he's in a movie with uh, an actual movie with Gerard Butler and you know was in theaters and everything and this guy is like what he's been in a few movies he has actually yeah. but that's that's what I'm saying like these people like but not to take anything away from him because you know he used YouTube as a platform to kind of. You know, try to build his career into acting, and it, to me, he's doing it right. Because, like, if you want to talk about controversies, I don't, I don't even know. His I haven't, name. I haven't. I'll, I'll look it up right now. But like, all his content that's out there, that was on YouTube and pretty Vine and shit, was funny. Yeah, it, it, you know what? I will say that. Like, um, he actually, his shit was actually funny. Let me see here. But yeah, I seen it. him in Greenland, and I was like, ah. Uh. He was also in a uh, that Netflix movie, the the babysitter one. Yeah, I think that was like one of his first like movies. That uh, what was his name in that movie? I don't even know. Well, it wasn't that one? I don't watch enough YouTuber Vine to know his name. All right, here. his real name is Andrew Bachelor, but they he goes by his alias King Batch. King Batch. There yeah, you go. Yeah. There you go. He's a Canadian internet personality, actor, composer, musician. Yeah, when Vine was around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at least he's a college graduate. That's pretty good. But as I'm saying, though, it's like, like okay, I'll give this guy the benefit and the and and the the, the respect on that. Because um, it's like that's that was the whole thing. It's like you know, growing up, it's like you had to go to school, you had to go through the arts and. You know, build those connections, do the auditions, get it. And then now it's like these people, they just like, I don't know, man. Put themselves out on YouTube and they like Zuckerberg this shit, but (laughs) social media style. (laughs) Zuckerberg. Yeah, he didn't graduate college. So because he's like, I don't need to do all that. But anyways, this whole flame, Floyd and uh, Did you say flame, flame, flame on Floyd, <laughs> Floyd Mayweather and and I just really don't like Logan Paul man. The whole Paul, those two dudes, the Paul brothers, I think they're fucking trash. Mm-hmm. They're they're people who don't deserve any ounce of fame, you know. In my personal opinion, oh, yeah, maybe call me a hater. I don't give a shit. I just, I mean, there's certain. Oh, I'm, well, I'm sipping the haterade. You hear it? Right there. That's a haterade. Yeah, dude. It's, I don't know. And there's a lot of people like that. And in, I just feel like there's, I feel that if you're going to go that route, there's, there's a, there's a level of representation that you have to, um, I feel you have to be, you know, responsible for and you had to adhere to, you know, it's like us, like, let's say hypothetically, Again, we just do this shit for fun every Monday night. Obviously, we want to get it to the next level and shit like Take that. Take that shit to the next level. But, um, you know, let's just say hypothetically, somehow, someday, fucking years from now, this evolves into something else. We start going into different projects and it becomes a thing. 
you know, I will literally in my head, because I'm just, a, I feel like a natural born leader, uh, the type that elevates people around you. Like that's how I would present, represent myself is at all times is just be a positive influence, positive um, role model, keep the positivity going and help. Roll And then, uh, you know, elevate people, people who are interested in the field or, or, you know, have talents that are not being observed or, you know, acknowledged from other people. Like, hey, you have so a... So you use your platform to help shine light. Yeah. Okay. You know, I can elevate, that. elevate people. Mm-hmm. I mean, why not? I mean, this this is... We only live once, man. You know what I'm saying? We only live once and there's no room for selfishness and negativity and, and being an asshole. Asshole? You know, I feel that if we can elevate people to the next beyond what they think is their peak, I think that's amazing shit, dude. I mean, look what we do for a living. You know, we, we're in the realm of retail, which retail is the shittiest, you know, outlet out there of... uh working but one thing like i don't know about you but one thing i i enjoy is that i get to work with people where i'm in i'm placing a role or, or position where i can elevate others you know what i mean mm-hmm. whether it's the job that we're doing for or it's to elevate them as a person so they can go and pursue the other job or the other hobbies or the other things in their life you know and usually the only people that i don't really give a shit are the people that start to either abuse or fake ass and uh, and don't care and don't try and they they're selfish. You know, those are the people that just eh. and and it's one of those things. Like I don't go into the role of I'm gonna bash them. I just go into the role like you know what you're not the type of person that I will want to be associated with. So deuces, a peace out. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what you think about that, man. I agree. Surround yourself with uh, people you want to be surrounded by. That's it, bro. What's happened? Did the, the mana kick in and like reduce your energy? Is that what's in it? Mana? Yeah, I put well, some mana. Fucking suck the mana out of me. Ooh. Oh, it's a. <laughs> but, uh. Um, Goodbye. But yeah, man. So the moral of this whole segment Jake Paul sucks. And Logan, Logan Paul. Paul sucks. Fuck them. Bigger. More? What's the word? Bigger? More? The bigger? I said bigger. That don't even fucking make sense. He sucks bigger. I don't know. You're, just, you're looking at me with those half fucking half moon eyes, bro. I'm like, what's that? Mm, I need some water. You falling asleep, sleeps? Don't Go fall night, asleep. night Don't fall asleep, man. Go night Because it's about to get spooky in this motherfucker. Uh, no. Yeah. Mm, do it but, uh, but yeah. So. In theaters now and HBO Max. The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. Technically Conjuring 3. Did you see it? I did. At home, HBO Max? Uh, yep. Same here. Had to enjoy it. Had to surround on blast. Shook the house. I was munching on my kettle corn, watching the movie, laughing my ass off. Laughing your ass off? Yeah. What'd you think of the movie, man? Now, hold up. Before, no, okay, okay. before we, I say this, I got to qualify you. And what I mean by that is, are you a big fan or moderate fan of the Conjuring universe? And have you seen all the films? No and no. Okay. There you go. So those listening, 
this is the opinion of a person that doesn't really hasn't really watched the Conjuring universe, doesn't really you know care too much about it. Is that fair? Uh, eh, I'll go with uh, that's half correct. Okay, so I wanted to get into the Conjuring, right? Like I've always been a chicken shit. Like when it comes to the scary movies, like I was just like, ah, I'm not gonna watch it. Like I'm too scared. Blah blah blah. All all of a sudden, like sometime last year. I got a hair up my ass, and I was just like, you know what? I want to watch these movies. Mm-hmm. So I ended up watching uh, both Conjurings. I was like, okay, those are cool. Like, because I've seen the Conjuring like when it first came out, but I just didn't. I didn't remember it. Right. So I was like watching a whole new movie again. And then I think I've only seen one of the Annabelles. Because then was there like three? There is three. Yeah. There's yeah. um, there's the first one. Um, which semi, I believe, ties into the beginning of the, the con- of the Conjuring. Yeah, and then after that, they made um, Annabelle Creation. I think that's like the very the origin story of Annabelle, um, which is that one's pretty good. Um, that one's that one's pretty big. If you if you happen to watch the first Annabelle and you enjoyed um, that like demon and that concept. Annabelle Creation is really good. It gives you more of an origin story on how that, how how all that happened, like how the doll yeah. was created, where the demon, where it came from, um, and then it ties to the first Annabelle movie really well. And then the last one they did was Annabelle Comes Home, which takes place after um, I forgot which Conjuring movie, but essentially when they bring uh, oh my god Ed and uh, Lorraine Warren you know, the main mm-hmm. characters, so to speak, they brought the Annabelle doll back to their house where they keep all this shit. Yeah. So go ahead. And then what's a, I've never seen the nun, never seen Christopher La Llorona. So there's the first Conjuring. After that, they made it Annabelle, then Conjuring 2, Annabelle Creation. Then they did the nun. And the nun ties, um, doesn't really have anything to do with Conjuring, but it, um, but, at the same time, yes, uh, mainly the second one. So yeah. the the nun, there's a part where it ties back to the first Conjuring, um, which is kind of critical, but then they don't really explore that too much after that. And then Conjuring 2, they, they explore that actually a lot more. Um, and then the Curse of La Llorona, initially nobody knew that this had anything to do with the Conjuring universe um, until at some point um, like close to the release, they said that it was official part. Or I think it was after because the main thing was the priest. One of the priests that's in that film is the same priest actor and character from, I believe Annabelle. Um, and so that's where it's like, a, that was, that was the connection that officially tied uh, La Llorona. So, and then we have the latest one, the Conjuring made me do it. Or the devil made me do it. Um, So there's what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight films with two more films being made. The Crooked Man, which was featured uh, cameo slash featured in uh, Conjuring 2. Yeah. And then they're working on a potential sequel or another The Nun film. Hmm. But anyways, go ahead. Yeah. So watching this movie, it was it was entertaining. Um not to get into spoilers because it just came out, but yeah, we'll try to not spoil um, the film on this. Uh, there were some some aspects and things that were introduced in the movie um, 
that I was, at the end, wanted more. Like, it wasn't well explained. And I don't know if that was, they did it on purpose, because they wanted to kind of leave it open for something else that they have planned. Um, But as far as entertainment goes, like, it was entertaining to watch. Um, It was some cool, kind of spooky moments, if that's what you want to call it. But overall, like, compared to the other two Conjurings, it, it was nowhere near as frightening as, you know, number one. Yeah. So, if you don't know this, I'm a big Conjuring Universe fan. And if you don't know this either, my wife is a huge fan. I mean, we have a one-to-one replica scale of the Annabelle doll from the films Mm -hmm. in our house. So, needless to say, we're slightly, my opinion is a little bit biased. um, But it benefits those that love this universe. So, if you love this universe, then you'll... I appreciate what I have to say about it. Um, where Nate is more of like a, you know, standing outside the casual. lines. Casual. There you go. That's a better, best way of saying it. Casual uh, fan. So I enjoyed the film. The biggest thing about this movie was obviously we, from the, I, I followed it from the moment it got announced and production and all that stuff. And they initially said, this is going to be a very different movie from all from all Conjuring Universe, because I wanted to focus a little bit more on real world, um, meaning that, yeah, we'll we'll see, you know, ghosts, demons, or whatever, but they won't. It wouldn't be as a significant role, um, like in the previous Conjuring Universe films, where all of them had some type of demon or haunting or whatever. And in this one, they really they took the real life story that Ed and uh, Lorraine Warren were involved because most of these are true stories um obviously in most cases loosely based this is loosely based um where it was the very first defense in a court where the defense was that they were possessed it was like the first yeah, they pleaded not guilty not guilty demonic possession yeah and it was the first case in all of the united states um so that's how they were hyping the movie right my issue is you don't see too much of that in this film as far as like courtroom litigation, um, playing the defense, you know, you don't see any of that. And even to the point where, you know, there's been trailers of the movie, the film clips or whatever, where they kind of hide things. Like for example, there was one where, um, Ed's character goes, uh, uh, what does he say? He goes, you know, whenever we're in court, we always have to, you know, swear to God. You know, we believe in God. Well, now it's time we, you know, you should also believe in the devil. And it was like, oh, that's an interesting defense. Yeah. Nowhere to be found in the movie. So anything that had to do with courtroom drama, there's really nothing in there. Like there's, you know, a couple parts like, you know, once uh, the whole premise is the, 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 get, the character that essentially gets possessed by you'll find out what it is in the movie, you know, kill somebody and basically, you know, they're going to go to court for it cause that's his uh, stance, but you don't really see that. It's mainly just, it turns to where Ed and Lorraine have to try and prove, come up with tangible proof that he was possessed. Yeah. You know? And so that's what they kind of really focus on. It's kind of semi detective ish on their part, but it's very like linear. It's like a super linear, yeah. like detective work, like no twist, no this, no that. It's like, 
you know, because uh, everything in the movie becomes tangible. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what kind of separates this film from all the other Conjuring films is that once you find out exactly like how the demon comes into play and all this stuff, they make the villain a tangible thing. And I don't think that's scary. That's not, you know what I mean? It's like, it's fucking Scooby-Doo at this point. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, oh my God, you know, there's a, you know, old dude walking in a, uh, in a, uh, what is, what's those, uh, diver suits, you know? Yeah. And then next, you know, you lift up the mask. Oh, it's just, it was John Jeffrey from down the block. He wanted these people out of here so he can mayor Adams, <laughs> yeah, you know, just that's what it really, you know what? That's really what it became. It became a Scooby-Doo thing and it, it was, yeah, but it was a fun, ride. I love Scooby-Doo. Don't get me wrong. Um, so it had its moments where it was scary. Some, you know, some twisted shit. Um, you know, it kept that conjuring feeling there. Some stuff was a little bit predictable, not only because if you've watched the conjuring, you know, uh, the style of filming and the style of scares, how they do it. And then also some of it was just cliche horror crap where it's like, don't go in this area. Clearly don't go there by yourself. Don't do it. I'm going to go there by myself. What? (laughs) Like, no, you dumbass. So, um, yeah, and then like you said, there was some things that they kind of develop. If you've watched the previous Conjuring movies, you know that Lorraine has this like god gift ability where she can like see things, you know, uh, sense things, and um, premonitions. Pre- yes, and so that continues. But then there was a part where she has one of these moments, and you have a little reverse part. I'm trying not to spoil anything so that we guys can watch it and enjoy it, but. And it's like, what? Like, oh, that's an interesting concept. But then that's it. Like, it's not really exploited any further in the film. Uh, well, actually, you know what? She does use it. Like, in a way, when she's uh, towards the yeah. end, when she was pinned mm-hmm. down. And I was like, but it wasn't. But the other person didn't use it mm-hmm. as they made it sound. But, um, but yeah, I mean, overall... It was it was a good it was a good con- it doesn't make my top five in the Conjuring universe I'll tell you that much like I enjoyed it I'll watch it again for sure but yeah it doesn't make my top five yeah it's, it, like I said it's entertaining so like it is, for me being a casual fan like because it has the name Conjuring right I was just like yeah let me let me watch it I like Ed and Lorraine Warren why not so like overall like well I'll give it another shot sure will I buy it yeah why not. Oh yeah, I gotta buy all of them. Um, but I think if, because I know you're gonna ask, if I had to give it a review score. time, what's your score? Uh, out of ten, seven three. Yeah, I was gonna give it a seven point five. Yeah, <clears throat> that's a fair score. Um, yeah, Conjuring. The first one is still probably my top one, followed by. Honestly, it might just be the Annabelles, then the Nun, and then the Conjuring Two, and then Conjuring Three, then Curse of La yeah, Llorona. then then Conjuring Three, and then Curse. Of, it's not that the Curse of La Llorona was a terrible movie. I got to watch it again. And then it, it, I think the other thing too is that it just doesn't really feel as tied into the rest. Yeah. They're just using it. It's got it's got Velma from Scooby Doo, <laughs> like the chick that played Velma in the live action. Yeah, ones. Grandma's Boy. 
uh, Linda Cardellini, Hawkeye's wife yeah. from Avengers. Um, she's in that movie. She played well. She did a good movie or a good performance in that movie. But um, go watch it. But yeah, I would probably put that one like my bottom. But for sure, the first Conjuring is number one, and then Annabelle. I can't tell you the order of Annabelle. Annabelle's hard, man, because all three of those are actually really good. I, yeah, I got to sit down and watch those. Pick a day and just veg out. Yeah, dude, the Annabelle ones they they're uh, they're what keeping. Well, obviously Conjuring now because they had made three Annabelles in the franchise. Now they have three Conjurings. Um, but I don't know where they'll go from here, man. It'll be interesting. And then the Nun was pretty pretty spooky. So just in case you were curious, chronologically, um, outside of a couple scenes, so in terms of just the main, main, main plot of the film, the chronological order is uh, 1952, The Nun, the year, 1952, Mm -hmm. Um, 1955, Annabelle Creation, 1967, Annabelle, 1971, The Conjuring, 1972, Annabelle Comes Home, 1973, The Curse of La Llorona. 1977, The Conjuring 2, and 1981, The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. So, it's a good franchise. It's a very good franchise. Um, I think they should have just stuck with Conjuring 3. Just called it Conjuring 3? Yeah. Yeah, it's too much Too much words in that, damn. Mm-hmm. The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. Well, I think, you know, you know what? I think, I'm actually glad because I feel it's a separation. It's something different. Like, if they made another Conjuring after this and just called it Conjuring 4 and they went back to, like, just the horror spooky of fucking ghosts and demons and crap, then, yeah, I think it'd be good. I think it'd be, it'd be like, okay, this feels like a Conjuring film, you know? I don't know. Got to look up their cases and see how many they actually did. They were involved in a lot. That's what I'm saying. So like One of the... Potentially a, a lot of them. They were, like, Amityville? Yeah. They did. They they did quite a few. It just sucks because they uh, didn't they didn't they touch on that in Conjuring Two. Uh, one of them they did. I think it was Conjuring Two because they did that. Like they, it was like in the beginning, and then they they were they did it in like London or England or wherever they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The movie took place in London, or yeah, whatever. Um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. The next one that, as far as I know, the next one is the Crooked Man. And then they, you know, what's cool. They made a, a couple fan films were made, and um, some of those are pretty cool. Like they had like a little contest where, like you know, fans make it and then send it to them. And uh, the first one was the nurse. It's like a three minute video, five minute video, a short video. Yeah, dude, I'll show it to you after this, dude. It's, it's that shit was scary. Well, it's fucking three minutes, and it's like, damn, you got the job done. Like, give this man a. Usually three minutes isn't enough, but sometimes three minutes is too long. You know what I'm saying? Hey, they made, wait, they're doing comic books of the conjuring. Are they really? I have to go hit up the comic shop. April, 2021. It was announced that DC comics would be forming a new horror imprint called DC horror with a series of comics set in the conjuring universe. What? With the first of these released on June 1st, 2021. Wait, what? I'm about to... You gotta hit up the comic guy. The Conjuring The Lover will be a five-issue limited series and serves as a prequel to The Devil Made Me Do It. What the hell? Uh, I'm sending a text tomorrow. That's right, because he doesn't... Yeah. I gotta go pick up my books. Yeah, I haven't been there in a few weeks. I definitely gotta... 
Son of a biscuit. Yeah, no, it's it's out there. How did I not know? I did not know at all. Oh, wow, look at the cover. That's pretty cool. Oh, my wife would love these. Shit, hopefully he still has some. Right? I'll go on eBay and order if I need to. He's usually pretty good about ordering them anyways. Yeah. Like if you need to. Well, I got like, I had a I had to order online the, the Keanu Reeves comic book. He has one. Keanu Reeves has a comic book? Yeah, dude. It's pretty tight. It's, um, oh, it's in my stack of comic books. It's called One Jick. <laughs> no. Uh, it's called How to Be a Badass. No, it's 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 got an interesting. Let me see. Hold on. Uh, it's called Berserker, but it's spelled B R Z R K R. Berserker. Yeah, he looks like he's all like fucked up, like John Wick style, where he's all like beat to shit. Mm. Let me see. Was it Image Comics? Um, no, it was Boom. Let me see. I think it's Boom Comics. Boom Hour. Um, do, 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 Just look do. at the bottom of the... I'm trying, but it, the thing... Yeah, Boom Studios. Oh, okay. It was created in, uh, by Keanu Reeves and Matt Kind. Kind? Kind? K-I-N-D-T. Anyways, it was created by them too, written by them too. And they did a 12-issue arc. I haven't read... Dude... I have such a backlog catalog of comics right now, dude. It's insane. You'd like stop getting comics, huh? No, just a lot of them. But the big one I was after was uh, King and Black, but I never really like looked at what's coming. So, like, uh, like you don't like, like what? Series. What are you? Uh, what's your pull list right now? Just like, uh, two things. U.S. Agent. If it's still going on, I don't even know if it ended. Um, scumbag. I think that's it. If I'm not not wrong, Damn. but I'm definitely gonna go hit him up and figure out about this conjuring stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. I got a I got a bunch. I got a lot of the X Men's, Amazing Spider Man, Van. Yeah, I can't do that because I know there's just way too much. Um, fuck. What else? I'm doing that right now. I'm doing. Oh, I'm doing some of the DC ones. Uh, there's a Batman and Catwoman store uh, limited series. The uh, my cat sneezing. Uh, there's the Fortnite and DC crossover with Batman. Batman cross with uh, Fortnite. It did a six issue arc. I'm collecting those. Um, the those ones like Eniac, the one from that studio. Yeah, the Bad Idea Studio. Bad Idea yeah. Studio. I got like almost all of theirs. Um, fuck, I got too many. I got a crap ton. I'm like super behind. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. Um, so yeah, Conjuring seven point three from Nate, seven point five from me. Good movie if you like the universe, if you like the that type of film, that universe. I I recommend it for sure. Watch it, um, especially if you have HBO Max. I mean, why not? Yeah, watch it at home. Watch it at home. Um, but yeah, man, pretty pretty slick. See, si. el gato, cat dude, bro. That's, that's like hello, just hair. Yeah, he's the fur. He's just a walking ball of hair, dude. Kitty. But yeah, man. Anything else? I haven't fucking talked to you in forever, so. Right, it's like I changed my numbers and shit. Yeah, dude. Son of a. Now we're talking earlier, man. I just said I'm starting to get back into fishing again. 
It's been a cool ass minute. There you go. Shout out Crystal, my fishing buddy. Yeah, yeah. I didn't take my kids fishing. They want to go. Bro, I want to take them that. camping. I want to just like hit yeah. up. Want to go camping? Hella bad. My yeah. wife told me she wanted to go camping, and I was like, "Wait, what, dude? We should plan it, bro. Hit up a hit up a lake." We I did that, dude. Okay, so one of the very first time, like the very very beginning, me and my wife were dating. Um, fucking long time ago, we went to Lake Nacimiento. I think it was. Uh, with my cousin James and his wife and his kid. And oh, oh, fuck, did we go? Was there anybody else? I think there was one. Oh, it was his um, his friend. Um, his friend with the Beamer. <laughs> with the Zim Zima. Zim Zima. Um, yeah, it, we went out. They had like a whole little like boat and all kinds of shit. But anyways, that was one of the uh, very beginning, like first times, like our first... Uh, Away from home thing. Outing. Outing, yeah. And Lake Nacimiento was like, um, it's kind of south, but like south of uh, like Salinas and all that stuff. Yeah. And yeah, it was like, I think two nights. Just spent the night. We had a tent, you know, just the car and then the tent and uh, tent. And then, uh, yeah, man, there wasn't really nothing nearby nowhere. You had the one shop in the park, you know, because it was one of those like. Yeah. I know, know what you mean. Yeah. But um yeah, it was pretty cool. It was pretty fun. It was pretty interesting. I think it, I think it was two nights that we were there. There's local local places we should probably hit up. Yeah, if anything, I would kind of want to go a little bit like north, not like, too far, but in the in the woods, like Tahoe, uh, maybe area or like towards Yosemite, you know, or go even further up towards Oregon, but nothing too too far, so it's not too like strenuous of a drive to go somewhere. Bro, that's still a drive. I know, but. Like it's a nice vista. Like four hours there, you got to set up to Tahoe. Yeah, dude, it only took us like two hours and forty five minutes, well, bro. You you like you go ninety five down the freeway, and I can like, oh, I'm sorry, officer, uh, my speedometer is broken. <laughs> I got a cast on my foot. Yeah, just every excuse. Yeah, just uh, I got to take a shit. <laughs> um, I can't read. I can't read. No, I'd be. I think it'd be cool. That'd be a fun thing to do. Mm-hmm. Take the whole fam out and just go to the woods, but not like Gyllenhaal and what's his name, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe. <laughs> That's cool, man. Got back into fishing. Did you catch anything? Didn't catch nothing, but you still suck. had a good time. You had a good time. Shut yeah. up. It's a good way to stay positive. It was cool, man. It was just nice to get out and. Uh, just every time I cast out, it's just clear my head. Yeah. Clear my head. It's a, that's what I needed. I needed that, so. Well, yeah, after recent events and shit. I <laughs> like I said, I mean, you fucking ever, don't even hit me up. Fucking can't even make it to the show on Mondays. Mm-hmm. You're letting your fans down. Yeah, my, my three fans. I'm sorry, guys. The same that only fans is the we fans, bro. We fans. <laughs> Us together fans. Mm-hmm. Double, double fan. Double whammy. But yeah. All right. Well, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Well, fuck it. I'm fucking, I'm getting, dude, I'm getting really tired. It's been, uh, I'll tell you right now, like between your, what you're going through and then my, me too, we've been a little bit disconnected. Uh, So those who are sticking with us, listen to us. Like if you're listening right now, 
thank you, 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 the real MVPs. Absolutely. Um, you know, because when we, we get ha- stickers made, I'll be sure to give you one. Yeah, we haven't. I haven't been as active on the social media. Uh, we've been wanting to do more. I'll tell you guys right now, man. It's it's we're gonna turn it up. We just got some personal real life shit to take care of once that's taken care of and you know we're, we're on a good spot like all in cons conventions you know whatever we can do and then i mean come on this september is our september when we started this shit yeah we're gonna have that anniversary man mm-hmm. oh we're gonna go hard on that Ooh. oh Se- yeah september 23rd yes sir it's our first episode so well that's gonna be i can't wait for that that i'm already planning requesting time off like i make my time off it's a birthday i know bro birthday. shut up i'm not it's there yet birthday so it's gonna be good it's gonna be good i got some uh vacation time saved already like quite a bit actually i haven't earned a single hour minute <laughs> i will though and uh what do you have to hit 90 days yeah today or no tomorrow i think is my 90th day already yeah Nine. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, ninety days. So I'll be I'll be earning that shit pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that motion. If you guys saw the motion he made, I don't know what it was. It was a wacky inflatable arm, bro. He looked like he got his. He was trying to take a shirt off, and his like shirt like... got caught. <laughs> <laughs> I was fucking Timmy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what it was. That's exactly what it was. But yeah, no. <laughs> so we'll come at you guys with some goodies and uh, this dude is dying laughing now why are you laughing <laughs> you're fucking stupid <laughs> i hella just got that image in my head of like a timmy <laughs> oh oh man <laughs> But anyways, yeah, we'll uh we'll we'll keep you guys posted and we'll try to get we'll make some little merch here and there for uh people to help support us cuz we want to get some better equipment, some better things and we'll make this very saucy. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Very very saucy. But uh but yeah. with that, you guys have been a terrific audience. Come All right. Party's over. Everyone go home. That's this week's episode of Sigma Duocast. Catch us next week on another episode. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Be sure to like and follow our social media pages like Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also, subscribe to our YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcast channels. What is that? How do you learn to talk like that? We've learned Earth's languages through the World Wide Web. Until next time, stay safe, and thanks for tuning in. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.